We had a collaboration with some Chinese com uh, Chinese uh, scientists. Here we have a vaccine. What is the problem? Get over it. What we are very proud of now is that we penetrate the cabinets. Seriously, I'm, I'm making a serious point. I don't know what half of them are protesting against. We've still got Fauci walking around free. The man should be in irons in the darkest pit. As much as he touts that he cares about it, he doesn't. This is our revolution. It's not theirs. Don't let them take it from you. Don't let them convince you that it's their revolution when in fact it's not. It's ours. And we will have it. It is Tuesday, the 19th day of April, the year of our Lord 2022. I am Johnny Enchin alongside Bruce Adams, and I hope that everyone had a wonderful Easter holiday with their families. Bruce, how are you today, and did you have a wonderful Easter holiday? Um, healthy alive, yeah. Um, good holiday. Uh, not really anything happened, went on, you know, just kind of a chill, relaxed day. So, uh, yeah. Well, that's good. Glad to hear that you had a uh, had a wonderful day. Not much has happened over the weekend. And quite frankly, today where I am, it's still a holiday today because they give you the extra day to travel, you know, because you, sometimes you're driving cross country to see family and things like that. So you get the extra day to travel back. So you go there, you go to church services with them, and then, you know, you're spending the night there, have an Easter dinner and things like that. And it's too late for you to drive back. So they give you the extra day. It's awful nice of them. I think that we should do that everywhere. But uh, hey, that is nice of them. Yeah. Yeah. It's awful nice of them. I think the only company that didn't recognize Easter yesterday was Google. I think they were the only ones. <laughs> they uh, they seem to recognize just about everything else, with the exception of Christian holidays. They conveniently tend to ignore those. I wonder why. And Jewish holidays. But, and yeah. American Independence Day. Yeah, they ignore that too. Well, that, yeah. 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 Uh, yes, you're right. And Jewish holidays. Yeah, they, they leave those alone. Huh. Just strange how that happens, huh? Yeah, strange how it happens. Anyway. Okay, where do you want to start today? What what do you got? What what do you have on your mind? I got some stuff here about Musk. Uh, I've got uh, a ruling from a federal judge. Uh, I got some Bill Maher stuff. He was on Joe Rogan's podcast. Mm -hmm. uh, we can talk mm -hmm. about that. Uh, I got some Bill Gates stuff here that is new because he did a TED talk about the same time that Elon did. Uh, and I got some stuff out of Shanghai. Some Biden polling numbers. And some stuff on Emmanuel Macron because we got the French elections coming up this week. So where do you want to start, or do you have something entirely different from any of that? Uh, not really anything. I've got a little bit of sciencey stuff I thought was interesting, and then uh, a little bit from Russia, uh, what's going on there. But uh -huh. other than that, nothing really, nothing stuck out. Okay. Well, don't worry about the science stuff because the science is settled on everything. So I, I think we're good there. Yeah. So with that being said, uh, I guess let's just talk about Bill Gates because he's talking about settled sciences. Now, a new photo has emerged of Bill Gates. And for those of you who are subscribed to us on Telegram, it's up there. Uh, now, here's a guy who has, um, how do I put it? Uh, Bruce, you're more eloquent at these things than I am. I'm I'm very um, I'm very gentle when I talk about features and, and things like that. And you're, yeah. you're more brash uh, when mm -hmm. it comes to these mm -hmm. things. Now, here's a guy who wants to sell you a 3D printed steak. Here's a guy who wants to buy up all your farmland and grow weird funguses on it and, and plants and things like that, GMO plants. And he wants to uh, to take weeds and sewage water and bugs and everything else and make you eat and drink that because that's healthy for you. Now, again, and don't worry about it. Don't worry too much about it because you'll get used to the taste. He says that himself. Don't worry about it. You'll get used to it. You'll get used to it. It's no big deal because it's healthier for you. Here's a guy who's got a Dunlap hanging over his belt. Literally, he's got his gut hanging over his belt. He's got these, these, um, what, what is it? Like these, these, these 
twig little arms going on, and he's got uh, how do I put it? His chest is a little flabby, <laughs> just a, just a little bit. This is the person that's going to tell you how to eat healthy. How to live healthy? I, I don't think so. I don't think so. Now, I'm not the most in-shape guy in the world, but I like to consider myself more in shape than most people. I work out nearly every day for at least 45 minutes to an hour. I'm always pushing myself. I'm always challenging myself. I go out of my way to stay away from processed foods, refined sugars, soda drinks, uh, soft drinks of all kinds. I don't go anywhere near that stuff. I eat fresh fruits and vegetables. I eat limited amounts of grains. I try to cut back on the dairy as much as possible. And I'm now going to be told that the lifestyle that I'm living, that is extremely healthy. And by the way, I take vitamins and mineral supplements on top of all that. I'm now told that my lifestyle isn't healthy enough. I, I'm now told that that I have to change things because because what? Because this, this, this unhealthy piece of garbage says that I have to change things according to his view of the world. I don't think so. I don't think so. That's not going to happen. I want to play this clip here, this 90 second clip of Joe Rogan. It, it, believe me, it's not just me pointing this out. I want to I want to play this 90 second clip here of Joe Rogan talking about Bill Gates and see if you think that he's wrong. Now, here's the biggest podcaster on the block. See if you think he's wrong. Bill Gates is now the largest owner of farmland in the United States. Yeah, we looked at that up once. There was some sort of dispute about that. But then we looked at it, said he was he wants right? to be. He's, he owns a lot. He put it down he's, the the Gates, yeah. Gates Foundation is one of the major sponsors of this study that okay. I was just talking so about. So it's f***ery. So, and, but the thing is, like, he keeps saying that we've got to eat less meat and you know we've got to cut our consumption of meat out to be healthy and that we're going to get used to these meat alternatives. When a guy like He's that says that, guy. I'm like, are you making money because of this? Like, why are you saying well, that? Yes, and by is. the way, <laughs> you look like shit. Like, if you're eating those those plant-based burgers or whatever the fuck you're doing, like, you're obese. Like, it, a guy like that telling people about, he's got these breasts Moves. and this, this gut, and I'm like, this is crazy. You're one of the richest guys on earth. You have access to the best nutrients, the best, you could have a, an amazing trainer. You, you could be in phenomenal shape, and you're giving out public health advice. You're, you're giving out health advice, and you're sick. It's like a, literally like a non-athlete trying to coach professionals. Like, what the f are you talking about? How are you giving any health advice when you look like that? Your health is piss poor. I'm not a doctor. But when you've got man boobs and a gut and you're walking around, and you have these like toothpick arms. I'm like, hey, buddy, you're not healthy. Tell me he's wrong. I cannot uh, because that is exactly right. That is uh, a fair assessment um, as well, because that's yeah. pretty much what I would have said. He's got moves. He looks like he's uh, pregnant. You know, so those kind just, of things. Did you, say, did you just say moves? Moves. Moves. Yeah, it's moves. Yeah. <laughs> Man boobs. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. He brings up good points. Why someone that looks like that is telling the rest of the world, hey, enjoy this, this, this fake meat and everything, which, you know, Rogan is a big meat guy. He really likes his meat. And uh, apparently he likes the meat that is tougher, apparently. He did move to Texas. Yeah, well. The barbecue stuff. Yeah, but no, no, no. See, when we when we cook meat, you, you, you typically want it to be tender, you know, almost melt in your mouth, kind of, yeah, you know. I'm a, I'm a medium he guy. He wants it to be. I, I, I like medium. Yeah. You're, ta you're saying he likes it really well done. No, no, no. I, I don't think it's necessarily real well done. I think it's, it's like 
You, you know how when you take a piece of beef jerky and you have to really chew on it and bite into it yeah. and whatnot? Yeah, yeah. That's what he likes, apparently, All that. Okay. is All the, right. the, the tougher meats. And apparently it, it's because it, it has to do with jaw muscle and all that kind of stuff it's like exercise for your jaw and okay. i don't know oh. anyway there, there's some some science stuff that he did behind it and talked about and okay well, the guys um, the guys yeah. in, in in phenomenal shape and and just like he says i'm not a doctor he's not a doctor you're not a doctor but you can clearly see that there's a disconnect somewhere in there you can clearly see yeah that. yeah you got one dude that's pretty healthy uh i i, I would not want to take on and then the other guy who was, uh, couldn't get out of a wet paper sack. So, yeah. And then here's the guy at the same time that's going to, he's going to sell you a vaccine uh, that, that's free, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because it's, it's free. No, it's not free. Your taxpayer money is going to pay for that. That's not free. Uh, if anything, that's going to be three, four, five, ten thousand 10,000 times the price. Uh, Bill Gates says that people that are protesting his vaccines, his, excuse me, crazy people protesting his vaccines are kind of weird. He, he was doing a TED talk as well. By the way, uh, they brought the caravan, uh, Bill Gates's caravan, they brought it in and there were so many people surrounding the building entrance that they actually had to take his caravan away. They, they were out there calling for his arrest, by the way. Uh, and they actually had to take his caravan away and then they had to disperse with the protesters and then then they could bring him back in to do the TED talk. Kind of weird. Huh? Kind of weird. Yeah, it is kind, kind of, weird. of weird. It's um interesting coming from a, a, a computer nerd like him who created software that can't even keep back viruses and keep back uh, parasites that that steal data and and whatnot. His software can't even do that. But he's going to sell you a vaccine that uh, is is safe and effective. Mm-hmm. He said that the Gates Foundation, don't you love it how every time that they all take their same cues, it seems like from the same type of talking points, Bill Gates, George Soros, Warren Buffett, any of these people, any any of these these rich uh, scumbags that get up there and they start talking on international television, anytime they have a stage, they're always a victim. They're never the bad guy. You notice that they're always on the defense up there. Always. This is what Gates said. He says the Gates Foundation, notice he doesn't say him. He says the foundation. He puts the foundation out there in front. The Gates Foundation is very involved in vaccines, the invention of new vaccines, and funding vaccines. So it's somewhat ironic to have somebody turn around and say, we're using vaccines to kill people or make money, or we started the COVID-19 pandemic. It's, it's ironic. that. Well, let me see. Let's talk about problem, reaction, solution. You create the problem, people react to it, and the same people that created the problem just so happened to have the solution. Event 201, the funding of those labs in Wuhan with Fauci running it through front organizations like EcoHealth Alliance. You had other organizations like Google and Facebook and other companies that were involved with it, along with the Department of Defense. And then you just so happened to be the solution on the other side. Oh, and by the way, you say, okay, well, people are rejecting the mRNA vaccine. Don't worry. There's another company over here that's making a traditional type of vaccine, but it's going to take longer. And it's a company called Novavax. We looked into it. Guess who owns that company? Bill Gates. He rescued it from dire straits. They were about to fold that afternoon. He swoops in at the last minute, buys the company up for pennies on the dollar. Oh, by the way, they specifically manufacture at that 
company, RSV vaccines, respiratory syncytial virus vaccines, specifically for respiratory illnesses. They have yet in their entire existence since the 90s, I believe, they have yet to produce a single product of any kind of success. Same as Moderna. Oh, and there was another company that was involved in the purchase of that. Just so happened to be the World Economic Forum. It's funny. It's, and, and he says that it's ironic. They're counting on the average person out there, and I believe I believe this to a great extent, they're counting on the average person out there not knowing this information. All of this, what I'm sitting here saying, is open source. We had to go through and dig this out ourselves. And the only reason we found out about it is because we accidentally tripped over it. We were looking for something else, and we found out about this. Gates went on to say, when we started during the pandemic, even some strange things like that I somehow want to track the location of individuals because of knowing where everyone is. Well, well, yeah, if you look at the patents that his company has, Microsoft actually had these patents. If you, if you look at the, the patents that the company has to monitor your behavior and your medical history through these implantables, I would say that that fits that criteria, wouldn't you? I certainly would think so. I believe that patent number, by the way, is... MS060606. I could be mistaken, but I believe just off the top of my head that that's what it was. Now, I'm not for one of these um, numbers have meaning and all that stuff. I'm not for one of those, but why would you pick that number? Why would you do that? Gates also proclaimed that it's kind of weird that people don't like him and adding, does this turn into something where there's constantly crazy people showing up? Hopefully, as the pandemic calms down, people are more rational about, hey, vaccines are a miracle and there's a lot more we can do. Really? Have a look at VAERS. Tell me, is that a miracle? That's reportedly less than, what was it? One to four percent, something like that. One to four percent reporting. Yeah. Just looking at the one to four percent reporting. Is that a miracle? Looking at the Pfizer data dumps on what this causes. And God only knows what this is going to do long term, just in the short term. 1,500 people died in the clinical trials that they tried to cover up for 75 years. That's a miracle? I think we have vastly different views, sir, on what miracles are. Yeah, so uh, the the company, you know, this is this is one of the things that um, we kind of went over. What was it? Jeez, this, this post was in July of 2020. We went over... A lot of the info about this company uh, that you were talking about, that uh, it, it was Novavax, right? Novavax, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We actually, uh, we the went only over reason we found it, stuff. we did. The only reason we found it is because we were looking for something else. This has been like two years ago now. We were looking for yeah. something else and we stumbled upon the UK just purchased 60, 60 million pounds worth of, or no, 60 million doses. It was 60 million doses mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. Novavax. And I'm like, what in the world? What's Novavax? Never heard of it. And that's where we started digging and found out all that stuff. Yep. Yeah. It, uh, I mean, it's going through this, they have, what, what is it? Six, it looks like, uh, or so five or six, uh, vaccines that they did put forward that made it to clinical trials and all of them failed. Um, the only, they did, uh, make one that made it to, uh, distribution stage, if you will. Uh, it was, it was given authorization in like January of 2020, you know, right at the beginning of all of this. And it was some vaccine for flu or something, influenza or something like that. Um, but it had failed trials. So, but anyway, you are kind of weird for disagreeing with someone. That's, well, that's the takeaway. You're kind of weird if you don't like him. He doesn't know why yeah. people don't like him. Yeah. 
I mean, just just off the cuff, um, I mean, maybe your affiliation with uh, Epstein, maybe that might put people off a little bit. Maybe because you you created a operating system that effectively monopolizes the market and the business world and and really everyday life. And the 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 fact that that same company is trying to track everything that you do online, uh, that same company is. Um, do you guys forget that um, MSN? That's that's Microsoft. That that uh, MSNBC. That's also Microsoft. Those have been lying to us. They've been formulating a narrative that they want you to see. I, I mean, this is the same individual in all of this. In the beginning, I might have been okay with him somewhat uh, in the beginning because he had a company and he was just like making a product, wasn't uh, getting involved in politics and everything. And then uh, he started getting involved in politics and started getting uh, involved in lobbying and everything. This and guy's been involved in just about everything. I mean, I remember when I started looking into things when this all this began. I'm like, I, I'm, you know what? I'm just gonna I'm gonna go over here and look at this thing. And I started kicking doors open. I'm like, that's Bill Gates. And I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm gonna go over here. I'm gonna look at food. And so I'm gonna start I'm gonna start looking into the food thing. And I start kicking doors in with um, you know all this weird food processed food stuff. I'm like. There's Bill Gates. All right, fine. I'm going to go over here and I'm going to look at farming. My God, that's Bill Gates. I I'm going to go over here. I'm going to look at public health. My God, that's Bill Gates. The guy's everywhere. He's everywhere. This is why we developed something in America back in the uh, back in the early days uh, of the early 1900s. This is why we had something called the Sherman Antitrust Act was because of this type of behavior. The Sherman Antitrust Act. This is what Teddy Roosevelt ran on, who, by the way, he was a big progressive, I might add. This is what Teddy Roosevelt ran on. Bust the trust. Look it up. Bust the trust. That was his big campaign slogan. And it was to stop companies from going in and buying up everything and being monopolistic. You had companies like Standard Oil, the Rockefellers, yeah? You had companies like Standard Oil uh, and, and these other guys like J.P. Morgan, all these guys. It, in fact, J.P. Morgan uh, and uh, John D. Rockefeller, these two guys, do you know how they got rich? They bought utilities, utility companies, mining companies, things like that, public utilities. And they knew that those companies were going to go bust and they sold the junk bonds to people. So everybody else lost. They gained. That's how those families got their fortunes. That's why we're dealing with them today. So the Sherman Antitrust Act, we've completely ignored it. It has allowed companies like Google to arise, companies like Facebook, the tech oligarchs. I'm not even going to go into all of them. People like Gates, people like Soros, people like Warren Buffett. It allows these people to go in and buy everything up and start influencing things. When you start looking at education, healthcare, mass media, social networking, and influencing how people think by literally putting that tech in your pocket, please tell me that Google is not involved in any of that. They're involved in all of it. Google is now giving Chrome laptops to every high school in America, I think. Do I have to tell you what Google promotes? I haven't used Google in years. My God, I can't tell you how much better I feel because of it. But this is what has to happen. You know, I, I remember telling people about it, it. I forgot to even mention Amazon. Amazon's in there, too. I remember telling people about, uh, I want to say... Um, I want to say like seven years ago, seven, eight years ago, I remember telling people, I, I remember saying, you have got to stop these companies and you've got to stop them now. The response I got from people was, well, that's awful authoritarian, isn't it? Well, that's awful fascistic, isn't it? And I said, tell me something that my response to that was, tell me something. What are you going to do when they're the only companies left? What are you going to do then? 
What are you going to do when your small business is shut down? What are you going to do when your education is monopolized? What are you going to do? Well, and it's already become that to a great extent. It's not an education. It's an indoctrination. What are you going to do when your entertainment is monopolized? Already happened. What are you going to do when your social media is monopolized? Happening. What are you going to do when your YouTube and everything else, what are you going to do when that's monopolized? Already done. What are you going to do when you only have one choice at the shops, at the stores, the big box stores? What are you going to do then? Happening. Or do I need to go back and remind you of what was going on with the COVID pandemic when you had minders walking around in some of these big box stores telling you what you could and couldn't buy? Bust the trust. I've been saying it since the beginning, since we started this podcast. Bust the trust. Seize these companies and break them up. Sell them off. This is kind of what Musk is trying to do with Twitter, and I suppose we can segue here. If you got any uh, comments on anything I just said, go ahead. Uh, but we'll segue into Musk and the Twitter thing. That is, I, I guess, that is one thing I don't like. I, 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 I'm, I'm more of a libertarian type, you know, and uh, I don't like government involvement in business and life in general. Uh, I prefer government to get the hell out of the way. But at the same time, it, it's it's tough with the, the bust the trust stuff because that's a real problem. And because of government involvement, they created the problem. If it wasn't for government being involved in these, um, giving them special privileges and giving them uh like the the well i guess it's technically a privilege the, the the tax cuts and everything and the the special deals if it wasn't for that um and then on top of that uh, enacting policies that benefit those companies so for example um i don't know lockdowns who did that benefit that, that benefited the 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 big chains and the big they they didn't they didn't take any damage off of that they didn't it's close. the small mom and pop shops. Yeah, exactly. They didn't close. They it's the mom and pop shops that did. So they they stifled the competition to those big companies and corporations. So yeah, uh, it, it, it's it's government involvement, and unfortunately, I hate to use government, which is the problem, to fix the problem that they created. But there's a lot of things that have to happen. You have to change, start teaching like moral business again. You know, uh, the moral business practices again. Uh, you, you have to go back to teaching that in in your colleges and universities with with business that that that's a part of the curriculum um, or it used to be and the people need to start start you know I don't know staying awake in all of this and and staying uh, educated aware all of that and hold these companies accountable but uh, <laughs> that's a fantasy world at this point. At this point, yeah, because these politicians and these government people and everybody else, lobbyists and everything, where do you think they get their money? Where do you think they get their money? The Bidens reported uh, an income. What was it? I saw it. I saw it yesterday. They reported an income last year of six hundred thousand dollars. I believe it was <laughs> six hundred. Somebody explain to me how that's possible. Six hundred grand. How is that possible on a presidential salary? Well, the the thing is, is he's underreporting because there's a bunch of more money that uh, he came across during that time that uh, he didn't uh, disclose. My, my question in all of this is, um, where is his disclosures? You know, you know how they were, they were um, wanting Trump's tax returns and all of that. Um, let, let, let's see it, Biden. Where, where, where's all your corporate and everything? Like what, where, uh, what dealings have you been doing elsewhere? The, any of the corporations that you're affiliated with? You or your, your kids, your family? Why don't you open the open it up to the the the, the family too? Because you know um, they've been getting special deals since you were vice president. So uh, where's Hunter? Yeah, where is he? I haven't seen him. 
Now, Joe did say that that was the smartest businessman that he knew. Where is he? Uh, he's in a uh, safe house with um, yeah. Secret being, Service on. With Secret Service in Malibu being paid for by American taxpayer money. Uh, but yeah. uh, nothing to see here, right? Speaking of money, let's talk about Musk and Twitter, right? So Musk decided he was going to offer $54 a share to buy out, or 54, I'm sorry, 5420. Yeah, I get it. 5420. Yeah. 5420. He's now said, and you know what? Like this guy or not, he's becoming a real pain in the ass to these people just by his presence and what he's doing here, stirring the pot. Even if he's doing it just to stir the pot, it's hilarious to sit here and watch. Musk has said that. If he acquires the company, which he said there's a plan B, but nobody knows what that is. He says that's for another day, which I'm curious to see what it is. Uh, He said that the Twitter board will be paid nothing if he acquires the company. When I was going over that in pre-show, you said, good. He wants to take the company that's public now and he wants to make it private because the people that are saying, oh, well, uh, it's going to crush democracy. The people that are saying that are the ones that are crushing democracy, if you even want to get technical about that. The people that have prevented this from happening are the ones that don't want free speech. Everything's backwards with all these agendas. Have you noticed that? Have you figured this out yet? Everything. The people that are in government, go back to the COVID stuff. The people that are in government, they say, oh, well, we're doing all these measures. We don't want to, but we're fighting COVID when in reality, they're for it. They're for it. They want the power. They want the authoritarianism over you and your family. They want control over your movements and your actions and your preferences. That's what it's all about. In the meantime, they're saying, oh, no, 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 no. We're not doing it to be malicious. Oh, yes, you are. Fast forward, Putin in Ukraine, Russia in Ukraine, same agenda, same agenda. If you're in the middle of that, and I'm not saying that I'm for one side or the other, I'm Switzerland on that deal. I'm I'm 100% in the middle. I, I, I'm not taking either side here. But the same people that are pushing all this in the West which, by the way, they've monopolized your perception yet again by banning all media from the other side, just like they did with COVID. You might as well wear a mask and line up for a booster. It's the same people telling you the same thing. They just tried to kill you for two and a half years. And now it's, oh, uh, it's it's that evil Putin. It's that. No, 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 no. They are funding both ends of it. We talked about this last week. They're funding both ends of it because everything that they're paying Russia for is allowing him to continue what he's doing in there. And everything that they're funding from the Ukraine side through NATO and arms shipments and U.S. coordination using private contractors, I might add, and corrupt senators going back many years, it allows them to have their cake and eat it too. In the meantime, they're turning off your resources and your food at home saying, oh, it's all Putin's fault, when in reality, they're for it. They're not against what Putin's doing. They're for it. They're financing it. It's the same thing with this. Oh, he's going to crush democracy. He's going to crush democracy. No, the people that are in charge of that little slice of safe space that they have, they're the ones that are hindering free speech. They're the ones that are hindering the free flow of ideas and the free flow of information. So I'm, I'm curious, uh, you, you mentioned the the supplies and the weapons and the armor uh, uh-huh. armor that they've uh-huh. sent over to Ukraine. Yeah. Well, who who is the alleged alleged? <laughs> it's alleged. Uh huh. Uh huh. Alleged. Sure. We we've all seen the photos of the. Uh, we know it's going. Uh, in there, yes. Yeah. We know it's going in there. I'm curious. At least for the American side of it, I know other countries. Like for example, I know uh, some of the armor uh, that the 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 Germans were sending over. 
it was cold war era stuff i i, yeah, I seen some of it's had. from like the 70s and 80s it's yeah. stuff that they decommissioned not used uh, anymore with the exception with the exception of the new body armor the new helmets uh the kit they sent over and panzer faust sure, sure. things like yeah. that Th- those are all new yeah yeah but the the vehicles like the that that's what i meant when i'm, I'm saying armor the armored vehicles yeah Oh yeah, okay. Um, the, okay, yeah, sure. the the other equipment is newer um, because honestly, they did. I don't know that they really used ceramic armor back in the eighties. Uh, I don't know what they had back then. But anyway, um, I want to know who, um, what company is shipping all that stuff over there? Who's manufacturing the new stuff that's being shipped over there, or is it just stuff they have stored up? I, I'm I'm curious uh, the the inner dealings in all of this because it's not the governments that's doing this it, the 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 rail lines that 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 they're using to send it over there they're not <laughs> that's not government that that's private so who's who owns that like I, I'm just I'm skeptical of all the dealings that are going on here and who's being paid off who is it that's making money here because this this is all uh, the same thing it's a it's a Ponzi scheme that they did just like COVID. Same thing. It's a scam. They're making money off of it. So who's doing it all? Contractors. That's my guess. Contractors. You know, if you go back to, and I I was having this discussion earlier, if you go back to the Cold War era, where you had guys like Zbigniew Brzezinski, when you had them arming groups like the Mujahideen run by Osama bin Laden, they created that group. They created what we know as Al-Qaeda or ISIS today. They created these groups. They need the boogeyman. But back then, the difference was... Back in the in the 70s under like Jimmy Carter, the difference was is that we didn't have a military industrial complex that wasn't part of our infrastructure at the time. It existed, but in very limited capacity. Now you've got what is it? Is it three contractors to every one soldier? Is is that is that the ratio or is it two contractors to every soldier? Uh, let's see. Blah, blah, blah. I want to say it's at least two, uh, but I'm, I'm trying to see if there's an actual number. Hmm. There's 2,567 companies of PMCs that are That's armed soldiers. That's quite a bit. That's how much the U.S. employs. Okay. And this was this All is right. an article from 2019. Okay. All right. So it's safe to say that it's um, it's gotten a little uh, larger since then. But let's let's look at this in in another aspect. Okay. So you created this entire marketplace because we had the war on terror, right? Oh man, they had to create all that then, didn't they? So after 9-11, these things really started to spin up. Why does this machine need to be fed? It wasn't fed under Trump. He was ending all that stuff. Like the guy or not, believe me, I've got my issues with him. By the way, I hope he doesn't run. But that machine wasn't being fed under Trump. Oh, now it's being fed. In other words, why does that happen? Well, it goes back to the same thing that we were talking earlier. The politicians, the government people, the retired generals, they all sit on the boards of these companies. These private contractor companies, they all have investments in these companies. If those companies are at war, they make money at the cost of human life. It's sick. It's really sick. So there's that side of it. But you know what? We could go down that road all day long talking about that stuff. And I'm sure that we will later on this week uh, talking about contractors and things in Eastern Europe and everything else. Uh, And Biden has already said, regardless, he said the quiet part out loud. He let the cat out of the bag when he was in Warsaw. He told the 82nd Airborne, oh, you'll see when you get there. You'll you'll see when you get in there. I don't think the American people are, are willing to send troops there yet. I, I, I don't think the narrative is they, they really got to push that um, Russia's going to use nukes or Russia's using chemical, biological. They, they, they've got to really get that 
somehow. And okay, I haven't gotten it yet. All right, that so something something along that something along those something along those lines seems to be brewing. So there was a Russian missile cruiser that was sunk in the Black Sea just at the end of last week. Uh, it wasn't sunk initially; it was damaged, and then it was on its way back to port, I believe, and it sunk. To give you an idea, that ship that sunk i can't think of the name it was like the mosque moskova or something like moskova or something like that it was that's what it's, that's what its name was but to give you an idea that was the flagship of the russian black sea naval fleet that's the same as us losing like i, I don't know one of our carriers it's that significant to them and that was sunk the russians have said that they will shoot down hear what hear what i'm about to say they will shoot down any NATO aircraft that is seen resupplying anyone in Ukraine. That's not being talked about in Western media. Why not? Why isn't that being talked about? Well, it's very simple. Again, they have to monopolize your perception. So if they show that the Russian government is actually saying that, if they show that that's a public statement, that they will shoot that down, well, then their narrative on this side falls apart, doesn't it? Then they can't say, oh, um, well, look, we, we were sending in humanitarian aid. Right. Sure. Instead, what are they going to do? They'll use that if that happens. They'll use that to say, look, see, see, Putin is shooting down our aircraft. Look how many people he killed. It's not that difficult to see the agenda in play. It's not that hard. I, I look around and I see people and, I, and I, I watch people talk about this stuff and I think to myself, it's not that difficult. It's really not that difficult. Once you see what's in play, it's not that hard to figure out. But yet people still go along. They wake up to the COVID agenda, at least partially, and yet they fall for this. It's incredible to me. It is incredible to me how you can now believe known liars. Oh, of course, we know that they've been lying to us for longer than that. But you can believe known liars after two and a half years of lying to you. You wake up to that lie. They give you another lie and then you fall right back into it. It's amazing to me. It is amazing to me how they can do this to people and people be just so unaware and so blind to it all. It's incredible. Since we touched on it initially anyway with the uh, Moskva, I, I, I think is how it's yeah. pronounced. Yeah, I think uh, it's that that ship supposedly. Uh, and you were you were talking about how they're lying and everything. So it, here's an example of um, a lie. So you have the Ukrainians saying they sunk the ship um, and all the crew on board were killed. Uh, that's like 510 crew members, uh, sailors. Uh, that so Ukraine claims to have killed 510 crew uh, sailors. Now the Russians, on the other hand, said. Um, no, they didn't sink the ship. They caused a fire. We were towing it back to port when it sunk. And the crew were evacuated off of the uh, ship. And um, they were parading them at the uh, the port there that they were going to Sevastopol. Uh, uh, That's as close as I could get to it. Sorry for skewing that. They had the crew lined up there showing, you know, they, they were all standing at attention. And... The captain was also there, all of which they, the Ukrainians said were dead. So who's lying here? Well, we said from the start that there's disinformation on both sides. So who do you believe in it? That's just it. I mean, I don't know who to believe in this. I know that I don't believe the Russian media. I know that. I mean, me personally, I don't believe the Russian media. I don't believe the information that's coming out of uh, whatever's going on in Ukraine. I don't believe those sources. And I certainly don't believe the people that have lied to us here through the entire COVID agenda, I certainly don't believe them. So what does that leave? If you don't believe any of those sources, what does that leave? That leaves you. That's what that leaves. That means it's up to you to make up your own mind about what you believe is going on. 
And you have to do it based on fact, you have to do it based on evidence, and you have to do it based on whatever data that you can put in front of you that you can prove. That's the best way that you're going to be able to navigate through this. That's the best thing I can tell people is you're going to have to sit down and you're going to have to figure this out for yourself. You've got to think for yourself. People have to think for themselves. That's the only way out of this. The only way out is through. Well, the only way through this is by you thinking for yourself. It's the only way. And I would add to that, if you look at the news and you're looking at multiple news sources and they're all saying the exact same narrative, even even the ones that are supposed to be, you know, like Fox News and CNN, they're supposed to be opposite sides, but they're saying the exact same thing. Be very skeptical of what they're saying, uh, because it's a narrative that they're pushing for you. Unless it's something well, I'll, I'll give you an example. The uh, the recent shootings that happened. Well, the subway shooting. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that one. The right wing media told you details about who the individual was, you know, what happened, blah, blah, blah. The left-wing media wouldn't even identify who the shooter was. Anything about them. Wait, there was a shooter? See, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they, they were trying to sweep it under the rug. See, there, there's a, a separation there. However, when you start getting onto the COVID narrative, as an example, or Ukraine, there's only one narrative. COVID, it's you're going to die, get a vaccine. That'll save you. That, that, that's the basic narrative. Ukraine, Russia is horrible, terrible. Uh, we should help Ukraine. They all have the same narrative. Something's not right. By the way, Bruce, just on a side note, did you know that the, uh, let, me, let me pull this exact article here because this was too good. Uh, scientists now want to uh, inject mRNA, uh, which was, by the way, that was the same thing, you know, the COVID vaccine. They want to use that, the, specifically the ones that were used in the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines. They want to inject that into heart attack patients. Here's, here's the thing about mRNA. If they can get it right, and they can master creating it, and it function correctly, right? Correctly as in um, uh, doing good instead of harm. Potentially, you could create gene therapy that would help uh, versus cancers, versus uh, heart attacks, versus any kind of like, hell, you could probably cause limbs to regrow. I mean, the, the, the limits for mRNA is... I mean, it's sky's the limit at this point, really. Um, it's just a matter of can we understand it? Um, the problem is uh, right now at the helm is corrupt oligarchs. Um, and I don't think they have any good intentions other than lining their pockets with money. So, uh, yeah, no, nah, I don't trust it. It was just some offshoot article I saw out of the Daily Fail. Uh, excuse me, the Daily Mail. Scientists discover world's first cure for heart attacks using the same mRNA technology as uh, COVID vaccines used, which is ironic, isn't it? Here's the thing that's causing heart attacks. And at the same time, they can use the same technology to, quote, cure heart attacks. Like I said, it's potential. The, the potential's there. The problem is with the, the current rendition of uh, vaccines that's using mRNA, I, I, I mentioned it before, the mRNA is not breaking down properly in our bodies and is remaining, it's staying. Um, naturally occurring mRNA, it, it dissipates within four hours. Uh, this stuff is staying in the body longer than 60 days and continuing to create spike proteins. And that's a problem. That's where you're starting to see the damages done and everything. Specifically with this one, uh, because um, the, the, those spike proteins, what they want to bond with, that, that that's where the problem is. Whereas what they're creating and they're trying to, 
I just, I just don't trust it. I, I at this point, I, I can't even. You're, you're getting into, you're getting into a world that is not well understood. Uh, not, not even, not even just like in the scientific world, but I mean, uh, the, the average person. They don't have a. This isn't something that's that's. For example, smartphones. You you kind of understand the basic workings of how smartphones work, right? You may not understand the electrical engineering behind it to get the chips to work, but you understand the general consensus of it. The software side of it, yeah. Yeah. mRNA, on the other hand, you don't. That's not even something that's that's readily available for us to study, research, read up on, understand how it works, and then understand, like, this is far more dangerous when it gets into this field, because now you're playing with um, the software of a human, right? If you, if you will, the software being the, the coding that, that our exactly DNA is. This is exactly why Gates is there. This is exactly why Gates is there. What what have they done? As in the the so-called elites, which I think they're not elites at all. They're losers. Being elite actually implies that you've accomplished something and you're you're revered for it. But these people that have stolen their way all the way to the top through fraud, they have done everything else, haven't they? They've stolen everything else, right? They've taken over the free market. They've taken over the uh, the tech world. They've taken over your food. They've taken over your schools. They've taken over your entertainment. There's nothing else for them to do. The last thing that stands in their way, and if you listen to psychopaths like Noah Harari, which is Klaus Schwab's top advisor, if you listen to psychopaths like this, the only thing they have left is the human genome. They've done everything else, as you said. Um, if you look at uh, any kind of disastrous event that happens around the world, you know, like lack of food or any kind of disease or any of those kind of things, even war, um, who's the main perpetrator of that? It's the elite or governments, you know, and to, to, to fully enact control that that's kind of a, that that's something they don't have a firm grasp on firm control on. Right. Because the average person could go into that position and they could win an election, you know, a fair election. They could win it and completely screw up their plans. Whereas if you have MRNA, this is so far out of the average person's understanding that uh, I don't even know that people really are interested in trying to understand it. it. It's so far out there that this is something they could manipulate and get away with. See, with software, you have you have people that are um, either self-taught or they they're in this for a line of work, right? They'll crack open the software and look at it and see if there's any kind of malicious code in there, something in there that's you know you, you don't you don't want. Whereas when you get into mRNA. It's a much smaller community, and I'm not sure how many of them would be willing to... Scientists that are researchers and whatnot that, that would be in this field, the vibe that I get from them is they want to do their research, and they don't want to be confrontational. They don't want to have to, you know, I mean, well, I mean, look at look at COVID and everything and how that's gone down. They're more interested in, in retaining their research grants and the, 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 their standing than they are... Uh, getting the truth out there or doing the the, the hard research oh, that yeah. nobody wants to do. Oh yeah, look at um, the look look at what's happened, all the banning and everything. We, I mean, we were talking yeah. about that with the monopolization of perception. When you started removing people in the beginning from social media, saying, "Well, you have to follow the World Health Organization and the the CDC guidelines, or you can't speak." What? Right there is a red flag. Right there. Yeah. And also, I want to clarify on this. Um, I'm not saying scientists, researchers and whatnot are are weak and cowards and all of that. 
I'm saying that the infrastructure that we've created for scientists and researchers is very, um, not fragile, but very, very heavily controlled. So like the, the reason that you got the grant, you could speak out of line and lose the grant. I mean, you could have the money taken back. So it, it's a very heavily regulated. There we go. That's that's what I'm looking for. It's heavily regulated. And while all of that is going on to further that type of censorship, nine peer reviewed studies. Let me say that again. Nine peer reviewed studies show that ivermectin, you know, that evil thing that no one's allowed to talk about, that thing has been shown to produce powerful anti-cancer properties. Huh? How come that's not on the six o'clock news? Why isn't that out there anywhere? Where's the where's the Biden cancer initiative all over that one? His foundation. Where's that? Why aren't they out there touting that? Oh, I'm sorry. They had to close it down because <laughs> they. Well, he did promise he was going to get rid of cancer. He did say that. Yeah, he, he did say that. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing as the people that are pushing all this, uh, the, the stand with Ukraine stuff. Everybody that's pushing that. How come they're not telling you to stand up for the people in Shanghai and how they're being treated? Why aren't they telling you that? Why aren't they saying anything about that? We can go ahead and jump out of here a few minutes early unless you've got something else. Uh, Let's see. Do I have anything else worth mentioning? And not really. There's a few things I need to read up on before I mention them. We got a long week ahead of us anyway. Slow day over the last few days, Easter holiday and all I expected it. So for those of you who would like to send us some feedback, we would love to hear from you. Please do so anytime by sending us an email at dynamicpodcast at protonmail.com. Also, do you like the podcast you're listening to? We do love having you as a listener and we would humbly ask you to pass this along to five friends. That's all, just five friends. Do you know someone you're trying to wake up? Do you know someone you're trying to get to think on their own? We would appreciate it very much if you would send them our direction. I want to thank you for being here today, Bruce. Thank you to all of the listeners. Everyone have a great evening. 